Hi, I'm Ali Lawson. And I'm Tan McLean. And together we, we are Raygun Projects. Yeah. Welcome to Raygun Talks podcast. You're with Ali and Tan and Torstein Hansen. Yes, from, from Copenhagen. Um, Tor is a, an, a Danish artist and Tor showed with us uh, in Toowoomba, Australia back in 2013. So welcome Tor and it's lovely to see you again. You too, thank you. Yeah, uh, Been a long time, yeah. Has been a long time. <laughs> and you've made a lot of work since since um 2013 it seems but i suppose the um the best place to start is uh back at the beginning in 2013 when you did your show with us mm. Mm -hmm. so the exhibition was called this is one two three yeah that's right you remember and you yeah. were with us you were with us yeah yeah i, I came there i came to Toowoomba. yeah and it yeah. rained every single day <laughs> yeah almost every day yeah yeah <laughs> it rained every day yeah i think but crazy but not that you didn't get that wet walking around i think no it's not like in denmark you get soaking wet when it's usually when it rains so this kind of light rain you had while i was there it was hot and humid i think oh yeah it's the worst yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so your exhibition um was made up of a series of components do you remember yeah there was different kind of works there <laughs> yeah Things I did at the moment, I used like spots or dots. Stickers, like, um, black stickers. stickers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. from 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 you can buy them in office shops to in different kind of colors, round stickers, monochrome, round stickers in different sizes, yeah. And then I think there was a wall of, um, of printouts, black and white sort of um, Xerox Photocopy. I feel like they images. were in color. Are they in color? Can you remember? Was, uh, some, uh, yeah, there was uh, like uh, it have been. There was a series of like photographs or photographs, which mm. was from different kind of magazines. I think cutouts from magazines and things like that, where I had dots uh, over the, the heads of the figures, like. Uh, the American artist, what's kind of forgot his name right, uh, right now. Not Rauschenberg, uh, Lichtenstein? No. No, from, uh, but, oh, um, yeah. from California. He died like last year or two years ago. Uh, I usually, yes, I, do. Know, I usually know his name, but I had it, I had a talk about him with my students yesterday. Oh. <laughs> Whereabouts are you teaching tour? Uh, an art school here in Copenhagen called uh, Vera School of Art and Design. Okay, great. It's like a people, young students or young adults who wants to apply for art academies. Okay, mm. so it's like a pre a pre learning introduction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, uh, but but it's maybe a little bit different from. The English model, it's more like a, uh, they pay for, pay for the, uh, there's an, admit, an admission fee at the school. So, that, so they pay for it. So I think I'll just find this uh, American guy's name. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I know exactly who you're talking about. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
I'm guessing. And does he use found imagery as well? Was it found imagery on that wall tour that created the, it was almost like a, would you call it a collage? Uh, yeah, it was kind of a collage. John Baldessari was. Uh, oh, that is exactly, really. yes, of course. John Baldessari. Get back to you here. Um... <laughs> yeah, how interesting. So were you, was that work a nod to John Baldessari at the time? Do you remember? Oh, I had, uh, I was kind of like a, I've been doing that a lot of making uh, references to to other artists work mm. Mm. Uh, like sampling other artists work and making it in in a new way you can see Belisai usually just uh, did, uh, he did uh, like graphic works and like uh, prints and and framed them like a single print and uh, a single picture with with the dots over the faces so I did this more like a collage, but I used the same kind of, uh, we call it in English, uh, but in Danish we call it uh, like a, like a, you do something and then like putting, when you put dots on, on the faces, we call it grave uh, in Danish. Okay. Is it like redu reducing, re reductive? No, it means uh, what you do to, that's, that's kind of the concept for the work, of, but not exactly that. Cancelling out, maybe. Or we also call it redact redacting. You know. Yeah, you but, but what he does is that he takes something and applies it to to an already existing okay. uh, picture, mm. uh, and and that's what he does to make it into an artwork of his. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a move he makes. Yeah. Grave means move in Danish. So oh, nice. so it's an artistic move and that's move confirms the thing into an artwork. Okay. So Very I don't right. know if you have what, what kind of name you use for that practical Not thing in art that yeah. you apply mm -hmm. some kind of technique and that mm -hmm. application of the technique is actually also what transforms the thing into an right. artwork. Uh -huh. Yeah, and would, would you say you do that? A is that something you do a lot in your work, in your practice? Making references to other yeah, artists. To other artists. I I think there's a lot of musicians as well in your. Yeah, yeah, it, it, like you can call it uh, not exactly sampling, but re, re like a kind of a react uh, reenactment of another artist's way of working and maybe saying something else than the yeah. artist did. Like there is a repetition of what this American artist did, famous American artist, and I reuse it in a way and, yeah. and turns it in, tries to say something new with it. Mm. You could say, yeah. is, is it, are you copying it? Uh, you know, it, some people think that you, you're remaking and already made work mm. but I think that's interesting you know just to apply techniques other artists have used in my yeah. work yeah so I've done that with other artists as well and at the same show there was also these uh, drawings with dots mm. and yeah what's it? 
Joseph Albers, the German artist who, who was a teacher in America, used dots. He make, uh, made that as a, when his students started, uh, started first year students, they had to do uh, works where they only used brown dots. Huh, that's but, great. Uh, yeah. That was a concept of his. Okay. So, so one of the first assignments they had to, to deliver in his classes was to make an artwork only consisting of, of round dots. Mm, I love that. He would also get uh, cut out paper, like just colored paper and get them to make collages and things just out of that. Yeah, yeah, he made a lot of exercises with form and uh, like to like discover how simple things can be uh, placed in different ways. So mm. I think maybe not two student two students will always make two kind of different works with the dots. So, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's a it's a common it's a common thing a dot. I, yeah, I didn't you can know you can use a dot in in many ways. Maybe John Belisai wasn't the first to mm. put a dot over a face. Maybe someone at an office did it yeah. with a picture of one the person didn't like or yeah. things like that. It's 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 what you call in Danish we see it's the the leaf or it's it, it's something which you can it's an idea who can pop up in everybody's head if they are sitting with dots yeah. which. Uh, like mark uh, what do you call it uh, stickers yeah yes. yeah you have a, a dot sticker and a, and a, and a newspaper and a, and a picture of a person you can apply the dot so defacing defacing is not something new in art it's yeah something that's been done in many ways like it's adding to maybe it's like creating something new again and again and again yeah I've yeah but also this conceptual art is like ideas but ideas pop up into people's head when they have the materials like mm. dots or stickers is just a material and John Belsai was saying that he would he, he has said that he would be remembered as the, the artist who, who applied dots to people's heads <laughs> that will be the one thing he would be remembered for like the significance of that uh, move but yeah. I think I also think it's important to challenge like the in, our, in the art world when artists do something there's always this uh, it's like a, maybe not the artist it's themselves but maybe other people are like applying this kind of act to to this specific specific artists and then you cannot redo it without like copying the artist like it's a problem to to do something that a famous artist already did mm. because it's kind of uh, on it's it's not allowed it's uh yeah private property in a way yeah but, but I, I like to challenge that because it's it's often just simple ideas mm. in a way and and when you reenact them in in another time or not artist does it it's a common but it's also you can do it in in new ways mm. so i think that brings up a philosophical idea about you know there really are no new ideas 
we're just, I mean, we're all, we're all individuals and we're all um, original and we're all not like the other. However, mm. it really, then there's also that idea that there isn't anything original, like we're all human beings and we're all, so it's kind of impossible. Yeah, we to in not... a way speaking the same, we're speaking different languages, but we're able to translate the language into the other languages. So we are not that different. If we were mm. different, we could not speak to each other, could not understand each other. So, so the way of thinking like a human being is common for, for all human beings. Mm. And then you say that like the first guy who made a painting, he wouldn't tell the next guy that he couldn't. It would be absurd to say that I did a painting first, so now nobody can do this. Mm. It's kind of my thing to to apply paint to to a surface, and and so you cannot do that. Mm. This is not an original idea because I did it first, but that in a way is absurd. Mm. Mm. I think it's like copyright. Like there's an interest to 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 take ownership or property of something. Also, which which is quite common in the art world, the concept of originality. I think that's a big coming through at the moment with NFTs. And it's probably why NFTs have, have taken off the way that they have, because people feel like they it's all about originality in it. And that that digital art can be traced. And mm -hmm. it goes back to there is only one off. And it, I think it's like this way that it's democratized art and it's allowed people without huge budgets to be able to buy something original from somebody else who thought about it. Mm -hmm. Getting back to your idea of uh, like talking about borrowing is, you know, I mean, yet you look back at other people's work to make your own. Yeah. There's no doubt that looking at your work and particularly in your colour, I said to Ali, you can tell Tor's work. It, there's no one, like there are other artists who paint these geometric shapes, but your colours are so highly signature to you, Tor. Do you, do you want to talk about your colour at all, your choice of colour? Yeah, my choice of colour came because I've been working a lot with my record collection. Mm -hmm. and, and I did an installation a long time ago, uh, Together with uh, Michael Bull Fisher, who also mm. has shown it at your yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, in that, uh, we did a dual show uh, in a, in a big construction, uh, like a like a indoor like bunker construction, maybe looking like a, like a Second World War bunker, but not looking like a Second World bun bunker. But but the but the architectural structure of it was reminding of a bunker like there was no windows into the construction it was only walls and and you have to go through a, a small porch and then you came into to a room with uh, four meter highs uh, that was four meters to, to the ceiling in the construction and, and it was in a big factory hall in in a place called uh, the factory of art and design here in Copenhagen in Danish, it's Fabriken uh, for Kunst or Design, okay. which, which is a place where the artists have um, workspaces, but they also have uh, this uh, temp they had kind of temporary exhibition space consisting of eight uh, eight walls, four four 
four meters uh, wide and four meters high and uh, I think maybe it was like uh, 40 centimeters uh, I don't know what you, the depth yeah. of the and, the and out of these eight you can construct uh, your own uh, your own uh, white cube yes design it so so all artists could just move the walls around until they had the construction they they liked and and Mikael and I was like uh, displaying our our record collections. Uh, well, we had taken records from our record collection collection, and outside the bunker, we built like a DJ stand or as a, a pulse, or um, and and then we then we were. Uh, called it uh, like um, felt, uh, rolls of felt, colored felt. Uh, you had, you get them in, in like, you can, you can apply them in, uh, yeah, and then you can roll them, roll them down the wall and then they, they, they get a color. Yeah. So we choose colors, which was significant, which were related to the music in our, record collections, mm. which was uh, reggae music. I had a lot of reggae music. So, so red, green, and yellow came from reggae. Oh, and I've right. been using a, a lot of red, green, and yellow. And then there's red, red and white, which, which was like uh, political punk music, yeah. like mm. anarchistic punk music, this, like the socialist oh. anarchistic flag, which mm -hmm. is which is red and black I mean, I mean it's red and black yeah. uh, and, and then there was red uh, there was also white like red white and black which is used in a lot of heavy metal covers because mm -hmm. it's uh, you know the, the early avant-garde used those colors a lot but also uh, so also the Nazis and, and Nazis and, and the German Nazis they kind of a symbol of evil in heavy metal, they like to to refer to evil a lot, so so they also use a lot of uh, black, red, and white uh, in their graphic uh, artwork for for the record covers, and they also use the 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 way of the fonts of the the Nazis, like S is made made like the SS in the SS logo. Mm. So that's kind of a thing in heavy metal. Yeah. But it's also a thing in, uh, in early uh, avant-garde, uh, like concrete art, Russian concrete art, use also a lot of black, black. white and red in combination. Yeah. But so actually the colors is referring to, to records in my, record collection or, or what my record collection at that time mainly consisted of that was back in 2006 I think yeah, yeah well. and I've stuck ever since mm. what yeah and then then I just stuck to those colors and so Tor just um just to give the audience an insight Ali and I did a project um in Copenhagen in 20. 14. Yeah. And so. um, when 
um, it was a collaborative backwards and forwards. Um, mm-hmm. Artist run spaces. Artist run yeah. spaces. Yeah. So when I was there, I called in and saw your studio. And oh, I, yeah. I said to Ali, I just, I remember being so tired. I just, I was mm-hmm. absolutely hit with exhaustion. I think I'd been there for about a week and the You've whole time that I was. Yeah, riding a bicycle around. Yeah, there. that's right. I didn't ever adjust to your light. So you're still light mm. at 10 o'clock at night. Well, yeah. in fact, a lot of the night. And Oh, yeah, night, yeah, it's true. We had I'm, those. Because I remember you couldn't sleep. I just couldn't <laughs> sleep. And then I'd wake up thinking I need to be doing whatever I've got to do. And But I said to Ali, I walked into Tor's um, studio and just the I just couldn't believe your record collection. No. Tan <laughs> yeah. also said it was very well organised. Yeah, like incredible. Like just I don't know if it was, it seemed to be so in order. I mean, not only was there volume, but it seemed to be oh, yeah. really organised in, I don't know if it was alphabetical. I was sort of tired. I don't think so. It is. I never, I have never ordered in an effort. Uh, and, uh, oh, I, it feels but, like there's order. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like there's an order. <laughs> some kind of order. I had organized it from, I think, type of music, like, yeah. and 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 organized in a, related to the records I actually listen to yeah. at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. so Tor, could you just unpack a little bit quickly about music for you and and. Um, I mean, did you listen to it did in your family when you were growing up? Like, you know, obviously it's a big part of what you do. I think you you had a live component where you performed at Raygun as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, and, and I had Kyle playing also. Yeah, that's right. So that's also something I had done when I have arranged exhibition, both my own exhibition, but also group exhibition of making curating things that had people come and play like not just artists but inviting uh, musicians or making like a platform for for like a stage in the exhibition and which then um, then have been used during the exhibition for different bands or DJs to come and uh, and use the space inside the exhibition mm. so I have done a lot of, yeah, related my work or, or combined it with, 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 with music in different, different ways. Yeah, and music, uh, I've been always been listening to, to music, uh, but my parents didn't have, uh, didn't have, they, they weren't listening very much to music. So they mostly very, Basic pop music and uh, and uh, and religious songs and things like that, like what you sing in church. And uh, but my uncle had a large record collection. He was uh, working at the American base in Greenland at the Thule Air Base back in the seventies, and there he bought records uh, in 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 yeah at the base mm. with uh, like. 70 musics. Wow. Things like yeah, Beatles, Black Sabbath, and, mm. and he had this huge record collection, or I thought it was huge, but had a lot of records. And when we visit him 
when my sister my sister and me was listening to his record and that was kind of a revelation for me the mm -hmm. his record collection mm -hmm. so kind of got it through my uncles yeah so so there i listened that was kind of a free space for me this record collection with different ideas than what mm. what was what what was going around in my 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 home or mm. another cultural input than what I was used to from from back yeah. home mm. I guess I guess what what I find really interesting in a theme is every time you have as a painter I would probably say predominantly you're a painter if I was to call you anything but you you don't just paint on canvas like your your installations are so much more than just um than painting on a canvas they always seem to involve a music element or they involve other people and particularly that um was it a gymnasium that you recently painted the interior for um all of the the walls and um there's a locker room with um Oh yeah, no, that's a football club. Like uh, ah. maybe you call it soccer, but like mm -hmm. European football in America, they call it soccer. But you know where you actually kick the ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think foot. it's soccer. You also have it in Australia. I know they also have it. In the, I don't. What do you call it in I Australia? Think we call it, do we call we, it football or we soccer? We call it football. Soccer is football. Well, yeah. soccer's got the round ball. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a but round ball. Allowed to touch it with your hands the lemon shape no you cannot touch it with in football yeah. in a european football you might, you cannot touch the ball with yeah. with your hands we call yeah. it soccer call it soccer yeah yeah you call it soccer yeah we call it football so yeah yeah so the football it was a football club that you painted yeah a changing room like oh, where wow. you change your clothes before it's incredible like... mm. yeah no uh, thank you so there I actually mixed my colors with uh, inspiration from South American and African oh. football jerseys. Ah. Also for the peasants and yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's it's so inclusive. I mean it's so dynamic on its own. Like just watching you I was watching you on social media as it was unfolding in the installation and then to have people in the space and igniting yeah. just like this continuation of what you seem to be doing across your practice it's just so much more than one thing it's actually like painting um becomes about other people it's it's so inclusive it's so not um what we know as painting today no maybe not but there's a there's a large tradition for that kind of painting in in in, in europe or I think also in the States and maybe also in, in Australia, like this is kind of a common thing, like artists, like also back to the Russian constructivists that like applying art to a non-art space or getting art out into to public spaces or into factories or, or places where people actually live their lives. So it's not separated from from daily spaces like yeah. factories, uh, football clubs, or uh, hospitals, or or whatever. 
that art also can be uh, applied to to places where people they have their daily yeah. doings. Mm, yeah. And, and there's kind of a large tradition for that. You can say that the artists, like the in the Russian Revolution, it was it was wasn't important that the person doing it was an artist, the, because the person doing it was taking part of the revolution. So the Russian constructivists they also make manifestos saying that after the, the revolution, it was the end of art, mm-hmm. like because art was related to to the bourgeois, or to yes. yeah, that's right, uh, yeah, the bourgeois what, what revolution replaced. Like it was a new. Now it was the people who was ruling the country and not a specific class. Or that that was what they were. That that was the ideal the ideology of communism, at least. Uh, and and the artists thought now that they were participating in this revolution. So they were not artists, but like people. Mm. And their role was to to make life uh, a better place for everybody, or to 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 be a part of this, uh, implying the revolution, making making it uh, into a praxis. Yeah. The ideology of communism or socialism, and their artist was just working on like everybody else to make it happen. Mm. So artist was not like serving a specific class in society, like the Russian constructivist thought artists were doing before the revolution. So now there was not, there was not a, there was no use for, 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 for workers who, who should make artworks for a specific class in society. Yes. Because everybody was equal. Yeah. Mm. And then they said, now there is no artist. Now there are only revolutionaries so or workers for the revolution. Mm. Like, and, and then because also they said it's not important who, who makes this kind of art. Like it's how it functions. So the people who's meeting this kind of art, it's not important for them to know who made it or to to apply it to a signature mm-hmm. because it's it's like uh, it has a function it it makes the space into to something else if the the walls were white before or some uh, or patterns before there was like plain painted walls and 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 then you make patterns something else happenings in in the room Mm. Yes, I love the way you put that. Simple and beautiful, and then so, it does become about everyone. So I think I think it's an it's an old eye. It's like like there is a tradition in Danish painting for for this kind of or doing this kind of work. Like there's when people see my things, they kind of think of it like in the lines of Paul Garnes. Yeah. You know him, or yeah. there's the older guy called Pierre and a lot of people relate my things to to those because they are well-known figures in Danish art. Yeah, like Paul Gannis painted uh, the interior of a whole uh, a hospital in in 
yeah. in the outskirts of Copenhagen. And then again, there is this reference. I, I, in my work here, I also make references to to artists who has already been working yes. in this field. Mm. For those like who say that, what? His, his work is um, like, of course, that was one of the first things I thought of when I saw your this interior of this uh, sports centre unfold. But I mean, pa 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 Paul's work is is so so uniquely different to yours as well. Yeah, yeah, sure. But... It's just it's sort of the organic shapes and the colours and the. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think so too. But it's also because, like, when people make references, because the, then they know it that he's an artist who has like been painting uh, whole buildings also yeah. on on the outside, and 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 at Hello Hospital on 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 the inside. So in people people's mind, this has been done by an artist. They know an artist did that before I did it. So yeah. then they see me. Some people when they. They see my work, they think I'm kind of, uh, you know, like, it's like Paul Gannis, they say. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm like a copy of Paul Gannis or Piero Arnoldi. But that's the same thing with John Baldessari and uh, yes. Joseph Albers. Mm -hmm. So you can, it's difficult to make something mm -hmm. which somebody haven't touched before. Mm -hmm. Why should that stop you for, from doing it? If you if it feels right, like you have a right to do it, I think. Mm, mm, if yeah. what I do makes sense to me, I feel right when I do it. Mm. I'm not covering it. I'm just applying a, a technique, maybe a technique you can relate to another artist, but that's not important for me. That, the, the importance is what I can use it for. Yeah. It's beautiful. What 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 the work? Yeah. Mm. Like, and not not only it's not only in reenactment. It's also like art is not just about being the first to make something. It's also the context and the time. And when you do it in a new time, it's a new time. And people say this is like uh, what they did in the seventies because. Uh, uh, the 60s, but we're not living in the 70s and 60s. So when you do something which was common maybe in the 60s and 70s, you're reapplying it, but you're reapplying it in another time and maybe another time who haven't developed the way people who did that in the 70s and 60s. So, so this world we're living in now has nothing to do with what, what the people making this kind of things in the 60s or 70s or the 50s thought the world will, would become, the world has become something uniquely different from that. It's not, uh, uh, it's not, uh, there's no equality or it's not, uh, it's difficult to see socialism anywhere. It's, it's. The relevance shifts, I think, is yeah. yeah. I think it's 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 still relevant to do these kinds of things. Mm, it just shifts. It's like why because because maybe more relevant now than it maybe was in the sixties and seventies, where it was more common and it was more accepted than it is today. To see the value of of making these kinds of things, mm. and 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 today these kind of perspectives on society is missing in a way. So 
why shouldn't you apply I think if you think there was something uh, about the the ideas in the 70s and 60s if you think they're worth something why not apply them in the in the new millennium i don't think that is like doing the same you cannot do the same because you're always doing it in a new context or or it's a new person who does it mm. the way like with music like you can there is uh, like like popular rock music it's the same accords they're using it's the same it's small differences but rock and roll is rock and roll punk music punk music and and you can choose choose to play punk music if you want to play punk music you not copying Sex Pistols because you're playing punk music today. It's a new context and mm. it's a new person doing it. So mm. even if it sounds a bit like Sex Pistols, it's not the Sex Pistols. It's you, yeah. Yeah, if you make lyrics and, it, and, and, and the way you play sounds a bit like Sex Pistols, so what? If you make a new song with, a, with new ideas in it, we just need more people to be willing to keep making. Yeah, I think so. It's also like the liberation of doing something or do, doing something creative. And then you shouldn't let you, you be stopped by somebody, somebody did it before. Like mm -hmm. when you do, like when I paint uh, this, uh, this changing room, why should I be stopped? Because it looks a bit like Paul Garens or, mm. or Solivit or what do I know? Mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was that was really beautiful. I think it's such a um, you know, like to be speaking about the actual act also of making something. And I think to be to be making something, you know, today more than ever, well, more than ever than we've known, is such a, a release and important thing to do to be in that act of making. Um I'm just looking at the time. I'm sort of thinking. Is there anything that you're working on at the moment that you'd like to share with us or with the audience? What are you up or... to in Athens? Yeah, you're going to Athens. Well, Athens is actually just the trip I'm doing with the teachers here at the art school. I'm sitting there here in the art school right now. Oh, wow. Where, okay. where I teach. So tomorrow it's uh, like we're going on this trip to see if Athens is a place to make future execute, you know, taking students on student yeah, trips. Athens, if there's enough art there uh, yeah uh, wow. to make it make it like a a five-day trip with the stu yeah. with students yeah that's future. and what projects yeah. are you working on at the moment at all mm, like, uh, i'm working, working on curating a show in a in a provincial town like a new what do you call it art uh, uh not a museum, but a, like a Kunsthalle. Uh, yes, excellent. Exhibition hall uh, mm -hmm. in 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 uh, in the west west of Zealand. Like oh. Copenhagen is on an island called Zealand, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a show with like it's called retro retro avant garde. Okay, and, and it's relating to to two magazines from. Uh, from uh, ex-Yugoslavia or 
uh, from Serbian uh, people, artists from Serbia did in uh, like uh, you could call the second wave of uh, constructive or of 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 the mm. avant-garde, like inspired by constructivists work and also by dataists and things happening there it's the magazines of uh, from the 1920s and uh, and that's kind of uh, the common source for the people who's been invited to the show to relate to this in in some kind of a way but kind of freely relate to it yeah, right. And then it's going to be a group show, and the artist is also a part of. So have a have something to say in how it's going to develop. Yeah, like, like we're having meetings and things like that, and discussing. Mm -hmm. People are coming up with ideas for works and things like that. So mm -hmm. the show is scheduled for September next year. Okay. Yeah. And then, okay. and then I'm going to make like a uh, like Tour de France, uh, the, the bicycle race. Yeah, it's like uh, starting in next year. It's it's the first free uh, uh, races. Uh, they they are they are they are they are here in uh, in Denmark. Oh wow! Mm. I didn't know that. So on the third uh, stage of the Tour de France, which is in the city in Jutland, which is a part of Denmark. Uh, Jutland is uh, connected to Germany, to the northwest of Germany. And uh, there's a city called Weile in Jutland. And that's the starting point of the third third state, stage of, of Tour de France next year. And I'm, uh, I won in a competition like maybe almost half a year ago yeah. and now they also found the money for it oh that's so, nice. awesome so, so uh, it's down at the like Wiley is a harbor city yeah. and then it's uh, down uh, down at the harbor uh, the, the harbor front uh, you know like along the down down at the harbor there's uh, this road with a lot of industrial buildings Right. And then I'm going to apply uh, some uh, artwork or that's so cool, amazing. Paint, paint, paints. Yeah, paints parts of buildings. So, so you kind of uh, yeah, the artwork will just fold out on 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 several buildings. Amazing. Like, like about 150, 200 meters. Wow. Awesome. And, and I'm also supposed to also the the road is going to be painted. Huh. Or the asphalt is going to be in color. That's oh, awesome. That's I love that. That is wicked. So, and then it has to like uh, have an afterlife also. And yeah. Yeah. and 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 it's also going the work is going to be developed in stages. So yeah. you start with one building and and then i will and then they will they will apply the yeah the coloring of yeah parts of this building i'm not like coloring the whole yeah all the all of the buildings i'm just taking out parts so mm. like you can see when from different kinds of if you're 
looks different if you you're standing and looking down at the road or you walk down the road and turn around mm. it's kind of it, it, it evolves like when you're moving yeah wow i keep thinking for like, oh, at least for me yeah or something yeah. Yeah. We yeah. can't wait to see so, that so yeah they they it, it was in it's the the city council who's kind of a, the Staten's Kunstfond or the Danish Art Foundation like paid one third of it and then the the city of Weile had to find the, the rest of it, two thirds of the That's money for the project. Right. I love and, that. And they, they found that like Tuesday or something last week. Yeah, right. great. It, Congratulations. It so, That's exciting. Yeah, we might have to come over. Yeah, and have a look. Yeah, it could be great. You can't keep to the tour de France. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll finally, get out of Queensland. Yeah, and 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 here I've been using like, uh, you know, uh, cycling jerseys, jerseys, mm, yes, and tall. things like that. Yeah, like amazing. Formalized, of course. So, but but taking taking my departure from yeah mm. yeah from different kind of cycling jerseys through the ages. Yeah, that's we, awesome. You'll have to um, document this on on social media. Where is um where is it that people can follow you, tour and and see your mm. work? And do you like Instagram and? Um, I think mostly I, I post my things on Facebook. Okay, Facebook. Yeah. Okay. So tour, and, and I, that's just my name, like tour guy Steen Hansen, T H O R T E J, and the S T W E and N, and then Hansen is H A N S E N. Fantastic. And then I have also my own homepage, which Your is also friend. just my name out, so yeah. tour guy Steen Hansen dot info okay beautiful yeah amazing well thank you it's been such a pleasure yeah can i get a quick yeah, you too. i'm gonna get a photo you ready a photo yeah so yeah great talking to you so likewise you too tall yeah let's talk again yeah we'll be yeah, yeah let's do that yeah have a, have a nice uh, day in uh Toowoomba. Yeah, and so sleep well. Your day just started. I know, yeah. yours yeah. is just like finishing. Soon ending. So Yeah, that's right. Go back to sleep or I'll go back to my home and get yeah. into bed. And yeah, yeah. I'm going Thanks. to get up tomorrow. Yeah. Thank Thanks. you for the time. Yeah. 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 Catch Thanks. you up later. Yeah, see you. Bye. Bye. See you.